Hello, you're listening to Reviewing History, your comedy history podcast. I'm filmmaker and teacher Brian Rupert, joined here by Esteban Badaliaco and Antonio Andolini. Wait, well, now no, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Badaliaco, as always, and 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 uh, Aunt G. Yo, I felt really left out. I was like, I I missed the, the bit. Yeah. I mean, you had every opportunity. No, I didn't know you were going to do it, and I went first. Drinking Mexican beer. Yeah. It's Cinco de Mayo. Get on board. It's Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> it what is. Doing? We're celebrating. Mm-hmm. Happy Cinco de Mayo, boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many so, people uh, watching think that's Mexican Independence Day? Oh, a lot. A lot do. It's lot. not. No. You're here to learn some shit today, As boys. the tagline of this movie will tell you. <laughs> it's a battle. It's, it's not, not a party. party. <laughs> not a party. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So who knew this movie existed before <laughs> I sent it in the group chat? None Zero. None. Oh, none of us. None. I did. I can't believe you found it. So I was like... No one has seen this. No. I was like, what is coming up like that we can tie a movie into, yeah. right? That we could talk about. So I, I was like looking through, and I was like, is there a Cinco de Mayo movie about the battle? And it turns out there is now, and I sent it. And I watched the trailer, and I was like, this doesn't look that bad. And the end tagline goes, it's not a party. (laughs) After that, it was just kind of like, yep, we got to do this. We're in. Um, I think that probably comes from, like, in Mexico. Nobody really gives a shit about Cinco de Mayo. It's like an American thing. Yeah, it's it's an excuse for college kids to get drunk. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So before this, did you know what Cinco de Mayo was celebrating? Yes, I know about like the battle. Before the battle, you knew. Brian and I have actually had extensive <laughs> conversations in the past. About yes. The oh yeah. Pueblo, for no reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just on the side, we had a big conversation about it one day. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm glad you picked this. Oh yeah. Uh, even though Steve picked it. Steve picked it. Um, we picked it. It was a. It was, it was a, a group choice. Effort. I think the movie that. was entirely disposable. Yeah, it's not, it's not yeah. that great. Yeah, but the subject matter is fascinating, and I'm I'm looking forward to talking about it. The closest movie that we've watched that I would compare this to is Charge of the Light Brigade. Yes, sure. It's similar, where like That's some of the same players. Yeah, but like historically speaking, the first part is like a little light. Mm. Yeah, and like it's kind of irrelevant, and then you're just waiting for the event to happen, mm-hmm. yeah. and the event that they portray is pretty fucking cool, pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, and it's the same yeah. thing in Light Brigade, but Light Brigade is a slog to get here, and this is like this is good, pretty it's quick. snappier. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I gotta say this though, uh, some of the techniques and tropes in this movie reminded me of Bury My Heart at Wounded Knee. Okay, yeah, map transitions. There was some map transitions. There's yeah. a, a hefty amount. Yeah. So uh, I kind of reminded like, oh, this seems like a made-for-TV film, and it's not. Well, the budget is very low by American standards. Yes. Yes. It's $6 million in U.S. dollars and 80 million pesos. It's one of the most expensive Mexican movies ever made. Wow. Mm -hmm. They They got bigger. Mexico uh, not known for having... Film production. Yeah. Film. They yeah. could not they afford got, tripods. Look, they got they got bigger problems than fucking trying to make movies. Right. <laughs> you sure, know, yeah. like <laughs> when you could spend a hundred million dollars on like a bunch of like bullshit Marvel <laughs> movies, you you're doing pretty good. They mm. they don't have that luxury. They're right. like, I guess we'll put some guys in a field and just blow up dirt next to them. <laughs> <laughs> Throw some blood on them, they'll be fine. Um But isn't that uh kind of the story of Mexico. 
which is what we're getting into here now. You yeah, know? it's like sure. They had probably the roughest 19th century, one of the roughest 19th centuries out there. Mexico you know? is always taking it, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, if it's not from us, it's from Europe. And yeah, I mean, look at look at the 1800s, right? At the start, they're New Spain, they're a Spanish colony. They have a war for independence. They're don't they em- have Don't they have California and Texas? Well, I'll get there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they have a war for independence. Then they're an empire. Then they're a republic. Then they get raped by the United States. <laughs> then they get raped by the French. Then they get raped again by the French. A lot of raping. <laughs> a lot of, <laughs> lot of raping. And then uh, there's a couple of military dictatorships in there. Yep. And they round out the century by having a giant revolution. So, yeah, it's, it's, en- it's endemic problems. So... There's one bright spot, and it's the Battle of Puebla, which, you know, we're going to find out long-term, really not that important. No. (laughs) It it kind of delays the inevitable, though it is a big victory. So Mexico, obviously, is part of their problem. Look, I'm going to be an idiot here. I'm not Mm. too familiar with the agriculture of Mexico. Is it, like, difficult for them to grow stuff? No. um, That's never been. It's not like they're starving. Uh, like, why do they struggle so much? Is it they just get exploited by location, bigger powers? Location. Yeah. And obviously oh. now drug lords. Yeah. Um, you also have to remember the, the location is in between two major continents. What, one like of the two major countries and, you know. One of the problem. things that will play into the crisis that this movie depicts is they were one of the, if not the biggest silver producers in the world. In the 17 and 1800s. And part of the process in separating that silver from like impure metals when you mine it is. You got to get Yukon Cornelius. He's all the way in the North Pole. (laughs) He comes down. Silver Silver and gold. Uh, It requires mercury to do that. And when they. And he's all the way on Mount Olympus. Wow. Shit. <laughs> That's a reach. Um, when they broke away from Spain, the Spanish cut off the mercury tap. Who's, they supplied all of it. So they were unable to... They couldn't take anyone's temperature. Right. <laughs> right. And the silver mines went to shit. Uh, this dried up tons of foreign investment. They owe money to people. Yep. And they always seem to be in massive debt. That's kind of where this movie mm-hmm. uh, That's where this movie gets going. Gets going, yeah. They're in yeah. debt. Mm-hmm. So sh- should we set the stage kind of where the movie is? Yeah, okay. Um, I mean, he kind of started it. Uh, but yeah, we can go a little more. Well, I think we could say like exactly where they are, yeah, right? Yeah, sure. Um, I guess we'll, we'll, I'll give a, couple, a quick rundown of a few decades of Mexican history. Sure. All right. So roughly in the early 1820s, the Mexican War of Independence is over, and they... The conservatives who forged an unlikely alliance with the more liberal parties uh, kind of seize control of the government and decide to form an empire. They, they want a monarch. They elect yeah. an emperor. Um, hi, get him. Oh, hi, get him. Thank you. <laughs> That's two Cheers. episodes in a row. You've been delivered. <laughs> wow. <laughs> a get him popping with a Coke Zero. Get him's the best. So, yeah, they make an empire. It lasts for like a year before it's overthrown by rebels. Um, they kind of make this Articles of Confederation style thing where there's no central government, nobody has any power, nobody can do anything. So what happens is 
you get like military commanders who have the real power and they turn themselves into like warlords. warlords. Yeah. This is um this is kind of like the bad guy from Zorro. This is where he comes really? from. Really? Yeah. You know, he's like a local just bad dude who runs the like patronage system. And you need Antonio Banderas. Yes, to come yeah. and save everyone. Yeah. Um Keep in mind, Mexico is like one of the largest countries on Earth at this point. Yeah, it has a huge uh, area of land. territory, and this stretches from Oregon down to like Costa Rica. Which seems to never work well when you get too big. Well, it's incredibly diverse, and there's tons of competing interests, and nobody really has any reason to get along with each other. Like you have Texans. <laughs> well, <laughs> the Comanche and the... Uh, Apache are making problems. Apache Ramos. In the, in the northern deserts. And their solution was, let's invite uh, Americans to come and live in Tejas. Always a good idea. This is the worst decision anyone's ever made. <laughs> um, they tell them that... <laughs> This is up there with the Manhattan Purchase as far as, like, bonehead maneuvers, right? You know those guys that are slowly taking over the whole continent? Here, hold me up. Hold me up. I got an idea. What if we just, like, brought them into Tejas? What do you think? Um, they're supposed to convert to Catholicism and learn Spanish. None of them do this. Who, the Texans? Yeah. That's, like, part of their deal. That's part of the deal to move into Tejas. Hey, you Protestants, yeah. give up your give faith. Up your faith and learn Spanish, and we'll be all right. Nobody does this. Nope. Well, you know um, what? Turnabout's a fair play now, I guess. <laughs> uh, on top, they realize that they've made a mistake. So what do they do? They try to outlaw slavery and because they know all of these uh, people coming in from the U.S. are the southern slave holders. So they thought, we'll discourage them. Instead, they rebel. So now, and there's people living there that desperately want to have the territory annexed into the U.S. Yeah. Uh, so now we get... The Texas Revolution, Rebellion, whatever you want to call it, the Alamo, all that. Um, back down in Veracruz is Santa Ana. Santa Ana is one of these warlord guys. <laughs> and he becomes famous because at one point, Spain decides they want to try and get uh, Mexico back. So they actually send an army to invade from Cuba. And Santa Ana actually beats them. He's a military hero. He gets invited by a rebel group to, to, to lead them. And he wins, and he takes over the government and like turns into like a military dictatorship. Okay. Um, this is when the Texans rebel. They're like, we're not following Santa Ana. Right. Santa Ana will be elected president 11 times. Um, All fair elections. Fair elections. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually think he, when he gets exiled, he spends some time on Staten Island. Just saying. Really? Yeah. All roads <laughs> lead back. He invents like chewing gum or something. What? Yeah, yeah. I, I look this up. Um, <laughs> On Staten Island. That's off the top of my. Yeah, I think he. Yeah, he hold the fuck. He up. invents like <laughs> chewing gum or, or, or uh, something. See what it's some kind of candy. Santa Ana was once exiled to Staten Island, like his, <clears throat> like his idol Napoleon. Santa Ana found himself exiled on several occasions after being deposed from uh, power. Blah blah blah. Staten Island. Hold on. So chicklets. He invents chicklets. Uh, chicklets. Yes. Uh, that makes <laughs> what? Kind of. Yeah, he led to a modern chewing gum. <laughs> what the fuck? No, he invented, he invented Tutti Frutti. Oh, Rudy. But that's still... Ooh. What? That yeah. 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 This is true. Um, but yeah. 
So he uh, he goes, he has his fateful encounter at the Alamo and then uh, the Battle of San Jacinto, where he is defeated by Sam Houston. He returns to Mexico City in disgrace and is not overthrown yet, but he will be when... In, 19, in 1847, the United States goes to war with Mexico. Now, this is Mexico's greatest humiliation. Mm-hmm. Um, they land in Veracruz, and they invade from the north at the same time. Mexico City will fall, and everybody knows this. Robert E. Lee was there, and Ulysses S. Grant. Yep. Uh, the Americans will humiliate Mexico and force them to lose, like, half of their country. Yep. Um, and be thankful it's just that. <laughs> <laughs> when it's over, Santa, Santa Ana is ousted from power and will be sent into exile. Um, he now, got the Napoleon treatment, and that's when he ends up on Staten Island and events gum. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My mind is just shattered from right. that. It really is. This is when the next... How do you... Wait, real quick, real quick. How do you think that gets there? Did he, do you think he just like, I, I want to chew, but I am not hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, sneaking suspicions. I, I have a <laughs> couple of ideas. Um, around this time, there was two plants that you were probably chewing, cocaine and tobacco. It probably stemmed from like that. Well, what is the chiclet made out of? Oh, Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Just look up Santa Ana inventing chiclets. I ha- no, I have it. Okay. I mean, gum um, is like eventually pieces and shit. Like, like this is fucking mind blowing. <laughs> so Nicholas Tesla. Nicola Nikola Te- Tesla. He was like um, He's yeah, hanging out with Santa Ana. He like was like it, chewing oh, gum is as dangerous. <laughs> I swear, it was like Nicholas Tesla claimed excessive chewing gum was more dangerous than alcohol abuse. All this shit. Um, okay. Chicol, C-I-C-L-E, mm-hmm. became the base of the gum the world over, and it gave birth to a $19 billion industry. Eventually, Chicol was over-farmed, leading to the use of alternatives. Adams and Santa Ana sought to replace rubber with Chicol. In the end, it was the other way around. And they used synthetic polymers, a kind of rubber developed oh, by a Staten Island like- chemist in 1909. Wow. Staten Island chemist. Wow. Santa Ana. Yeah. Making chicklets. <laughs> the American Chickle Company. There you go. This Beaver, is Beaver the, cannot believe this. This is the craziest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> the movie's worth it already. All right. Um, so when he's in exile, this oh, is I when... I got the, some fucking gum over here. The next guy we need to... Hey, give up that. those cigarettes. Have some gum. <laughs> Chulis? Yeah. <laughs> wow. The next guy we need to talk about is Benito Juarez. Yep. Uh, he is in the movie. He's, he is. Yeah. What did he invent? He didn't invent anything. <laughs> the <He> pogo stick. <laughs> Whereas Santa Ana was kind of seen as this conservative guy. Um, and real quick, the conservatives in this movie, their actual conservative belief is they're just pro-monarchy. Yeah. 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 They're pro-monarchy. They don't like, um, you know, republicanism. And no. that's about it, really. They kind of, they feel like... The country needs a strong central like leader, otherwise it will not function. Mm-hmm. And not judging by what's right. been going on, they're <laughs> kind of right. Um, the the liberals now produce this guy Benito Juarez. 
He had been in exile in New Orleans, hiding from Santa Ana. He uh, was his main political rival. Mm, he's he's like a minor guy that would have been considered dangerous. And I was like, let's get rid of this guy before yeah. he's a problem. Mm. Uh, he comes back and he stages a coup, takes over the government. Uh, and now they start to implement all these liberal reforms. And they have a civil war, right? There's always civil war. Okay. All, goes, the, all of this is civil war. Okay. It goes, <laughs> it goes like without saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the conservatives, well, the liberals make everyone equal. Right, they had mm-hmm. this hot, this encomienda system where they had like race based, you know, privileges and things like that that stretched back from New Spain. Okay, the so Catholic, they're carrying that shit way back. Yeah, it's on like pay- mulattoes and yeah, shit. mestizos yeah. and peninsulares mm-hmm. and all that shit. Um, the Catholic Church is also immensely powerful. They like control the country. Uh, he, yeah, they're very Catholic. Now right? that the liberals are in charge, they smash all of that. They make everyone equal. They um, oh so that had still been going on. The liberals do away with that. Yeah, they break up like church lands. But what they also do, and they didn't realize this was going to happen, is they raise the tribal peoples that are still in the country, like the old Aztecs and stuff. They have like ancient peoples that have yes, still been there. They ha- own large tracts of like communal land. And when they make everyone equal, they smash that and make it now individual lands. Now, this makes it very easy for big corporations, especially yeah. foreign corporations, to come in and buy the land <laughs> off these individuals. So Nestle shows up and is like, we own this <laughs> yes. now. You got so some nice land. When take it. <laughs> the conservatives bounce back and decide to f- start a rebellion, they get all of these indigenous people to join them. Because they're like... They're like, took our they're fucking, like our fucking land. Right. Yeah. We're going to throw a lot in with these guys. It's a no-brainer. You have to. And now it's another civil war. I think anybody would in that position. Um, this is a big civil war. This lasts a while. And both sides are borrowing heavily from foreign powers, specifically France, Europe, uh, France, England, and Spain. No, America's not a... Uh... America is busy. Well, civil but war. we're not, like, giving any money or anything. I'm we sure, I'm sure we are, and we I'm sure the cor- I'm sure the corporations are doing this. Yeah, thing. there's there's always yellow journalism. There's always American interest in the Latin America. Uh huh. Um, Our interest is that Mexico doesn't and fall. and real quick, does none of this violate the Monroe Doctrine, or they're not south enough? Oh no, this was all they they're not the Monroe Doctrine protects against an army landing in Mexico and fucking attacking the place. <laughs> Why doesn't it come into play in this movie? Civil War. The Civil War is happening. America can't do shit. Okay. We're busy. We got our own problems. Right. Yeah. And I know what and happens Napoleon after the movie. Napoleon III understands this, and this is why he does it. He's an opportunist. Um, I'll get to him in a second. Okay. Uh, Juarez will win the Civil War, but it's going to cost a ton of money. It's going to take time. Debt. The conservatives have racked up tons of debt with Europe. So has the liberals. In an attempt to stabilize his government and fix the economy, he will suspend payment of all of it. For two years. For two years. And the Europeans are like, uh-uh. <laughs> no. We want our money. Yeah. Because um, bef- they may not have a government in two years. Right. They've learned their lesson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now I'm going to talk about Napoleon III. So this is Napoleon Bonaparte's nephew. nephew. Um, How did he get power? Um, we'll talk about that right okay. now. Okay. So in 1848, Europe explodes, all the entire continent. Uh, there's revolutions everywhere. 
yeah. the guy Metternich dies, who was like the Austrian conservative. Like bulwark. the shit in like Amadeus that they're talking about. No, that's oh, that's, that's prior to the French. Re- so okay. The French Revolution before. fucked up the world. Yeah, Napoleonic Europe did even did it even more, and now Everybody the backlash from that was conservatism reigned supreme all over Europe. Mm-hmm. And that was like this this holy coalition of nations. They all worked to suppress any kind of liberalism and nationalism. And the monarchs, you know, were in this cabal. We need to work together, keep the serfs down. When this guy Metternich falls from power, who was kind of like the guy in charge of stomping down everything, uh, one by one, all of the European countries start to revolt and, and attempt revolutions. It's called the Springtime of the Peoples, 1848. Did England attempt this? England managed to head this off at the pass. They saw what happened and gave the rebels what they wanted. They this right is away. when the monarchy loses all of its okay. power, per se. They like they become it. figureheads. Yeah. yeah. Um, in France, they the rebels start hosting these banquets in honor of George Washington, and the government doesn't like this. So they try to stop. I love that it's Washington. Yeah, yeah like, okay. like it's for Washington's birthday. They hold like these these parties. <laughs> they know, they and they know, know this is a problem. They're going to start some shit. Did they invite yeah. him? Well, he's been dead for decades. Um, so they if he shows up. They got other problems. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good movie. So when they try to stomp out these banquets, the people go out in the street and throw up the barricades again and start a revolution. The and the, the famous quote is when France um, when France sneezes Europe catches a cold, so <laughs> okay. Paris is in flames and it spreads. it spreads everywhere, all the way to Hungary and Germany and all these places. Uh, it will end with the rebels actually winning in France, unlike the rest of Europe. Everywhere else, the monarchs tend to they stop they this shit they out. win. Yeah, but the French. They formed the Second Republic. This is the this is the second first republic was you know the Robespierre and the French Revolution. It worked uh, out well. <laughs> um, the Second Republic elects Napoleon the Third as their president. He, like I said, he's Napoleon's nephew. He scares the shit out of Europe. So the first thing he does is tell everyone, "I'm not my uncle. You don't have to worry. I'm not invading. I'm not trying to take over the world. That's not my plan." Um, <laughs> but. After two years in office, it's time for another election. And rather than allowing that to happen, he stages a coup and abolishes the Republic. Now we have the Second Empire. He's like, I'm not going full <laughs> yeah, Napoleon, just, you know. The Second Empire. Why are you shocked? The First you know? Empire being Napoleon's Empire. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm not trying to take over the world. Napoleon is kind of a weird figure. He has uh, some hits and some misses. He expands the empire massively all over the world. You know, this is when Indochina comes into the fold and places like in Africa, Paris will become like the cultural center of Earth. Uh, He widens the boulevards in Paris so that people can't throw up barricades anymore. Ah. Uh, (laughs) And fights the Crimean War, which we talked about. Charge of the Light Brigade. Mm -hmm. Um... And then fact, the main Mexico. the main like bad guy in this movie is actually in the Light Brigade. Yeah, like, he's in that he's in, he, was, he was in the Crimea. Yeah, yeah. and in Africa and places like that. Mm-hmm. Um, this Mexican thing. So he gets it in his head that it would be a good idea to take advantage of the United States being at war with itself and impose Maximilian Habsburg of Austria, the Archduke. As new king of Mexico. As a vassal state. As like a puppet, yeah. A French puppet. 
So he gets this guy on board. The conservatives like this. The conservative Mexicans have come to France and asked for his help. That's actually in the movie. Yeah. It shows like, it's like the first scene. Both mm-hmm. parties go to Europe looking for support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he's, this scheme is like use the crisis with the money to invade. As an excuse. As an excuse to invade Mexico, take over the country, and install a puppet state that France can pull control from behind. And that's where we are at the start of this movie, after that long intro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot to set up, right? Yeah. yeah. The movie doesn't. So The movie has like three sentences. Yeah. <laughs> and they're in Spanish, and I, I can't read that fast. So <laughs> yeah, I, I had to hit pause. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the opening credits seem to go on forever. Yes. Yeah. I actually yeah. yelled at my TV. <laughs> like, I was like, all right already. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of like title cards. Mm-hmm. I wrote, I have no idea. What, what year is this? Say. This movie? Uh, 2012 or 2013? I think 13. 2013. 2013. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And we see the, like we said, the opening credits. They give a little bit of backstory, but not as much as we just did. Uh, and it shows it's Mexico 1861. Yep. Yeah. There's a firing a squad. Fucking cool opening. They just f- show a firing squad. Mm-hmm. I very Mind rarely. Duck you sucker. Yeah. <laughs> AKA a fistful of dynamite. Yeah, how great is that movie? That movie's fucking awesome. Yeah. Shun, shun, shun. <laughs> and that's when I realized. Oh no, they don't have a tripod in this entire film. Oh my god, the fucking shaky. Dude, can. I couldn't do it. It's so bad. It's a lower budget. They, don't, they, <laughs> they could need not it. afford it. They can't Why do they need tripods. it? Because they're trying to... Be the office? No, they're trying <laughs> to give you more of an immersive feel. I by get it in the battle scenes. Why so, do you need it when people are just sitting so and talking? Oh, 2013. It's, yes, it's very yes. of that time period. Yes. Jason Bourne, uh-huh. shaky cam shit. It's like yep. watching The Blacklist. I never watched the black. I haven't either, but my wife does, and that's what they do. Is, yeah. <laughs> so it says Juarez beat the conservatives, Napoleon the uh, Third, and Lorenz. He sends Lorenz to Mexico. Yes, yes, to be the general. And he says we're gonna win fast and blunt. Yeah. And they're and this is what they say in the movie: Mexicans plan. Uh, sorry, France's France. plan is if they win, use Mexico to help the Confederates. Yeah. They want the United States to be split up at war so they could take advantage of it through Mexico. This doesn't seem accurate to me. The movie would have you believe that Mexico saved America. Yes. Kind of, yeah. And that is not. I feel like that's nationalistic (laughs) propaganda, (laughs) right? Yeah. Um, I, I don't. This is obviously it's a secret plan. Yeah. Uh, Did you ever hear anything? I've never heard anything like that. Me either. If we're wrong. Feel free to let us know. No doubt about it. France having a puppet state on the border of the U.S. is not good. It's not good for them. Which is why the second the Civil War is over, we start helping Mexico. We'll talk about that when we get there. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And uh, we see that there's some Mexican watchmen who are sleeping. Uh, Pretty... I saw that and I was like, I was like, thank God this is a Mexican movie. Yeah. That's, I, I was like, thing. I was like, if if me if we made this movie and did that, we're like, oh boy. Oh. My comment was dot dot dot. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> like like really. So uh, we meet Juarez and he goes to Zaragoza. Uh, Zaragoza. Use reason, Ignacio Zaragoza. Yes, and yeah. he, use reason. Uh, 
Don't let them take over our country. Yeah, the, we get a map transition. A lot of map <laughs> transitions. They're invading us, he says calmly. Uh, you will be the right hand. I believe that's yes. the, yes. the line. So well, we just like in this show, you'll be the right hand. And you'll be the left, and I'll be the shaft. <laughs> <laughs> we will stroke, stroke you. me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Zargosa goes to Veracruz with General Pym. And the whole army yeah. is ma- marching. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah well, they yeah. say the, the Spanish troops can't handle the weather, and a lot of them get sick. Yeah, don't they the say European it's... European troops. European troops. The Spanish, yeah. Don't they yeah. say it's black vomit? Black vomit. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the Veracruz is in the southern Mexico. It's in the tropics. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Europeans are not ready for this. Every time a European army ends up in this type of environment, yeah, they fuck. spend at least like two, three months just dying. They have to get used to it. Yeah, it's so especially brutal. in like the 1800s. It's so fucking brutal. This will this like Napoleon tried to invade Haiti, you know, to try and get the try to get it back. back. Yeah. They all just died. They all got <laughs> malaria. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> it's like how do they even take it in the first place, right? I guess right. they just have arms and the rest don't, so it's easier. It's not always battle, you know. Yeah, settlers and things. But like uh, that. Spain sends half their troops back to Veracruz because they're on the coast, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So they're 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 awaiting these armies to land. So you have the Spanish, the English. It's a uh, coalition the French. of nations. There's a bunch of nations coming now. As far as the English, a coalition of the willing. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Like our friend George W. Right. said. <laughs> as far as the British and the Spanish are concerned, they have no idea about this hostile takeover plan. Do they no, got, do they got oil? Um, <laughs> They want to take control of the Veracruz Customs House. Oh, I thought they were looking for WMDs. <laughs> Juarez is like, there's no WMDs in Mexico. Mission accomplished. <laughs> um, they, they want to take control of the Customs House and just use the revenue from that to pay themselves off. Mm. You know, just take it. Which uh, is more fair. Uh, they, sure. they uh, <laughs> as far as they're concerned, this is what they're taking over a city oh. and using the revenue of that city to pay off debts to them. Uh, the British and the Spanish obviously are willing to go along with this. They've come all this way. Yeah. When France, I love the British guy they use in the movie. He though. stinks. Yeah. Yeah. He's such a bad actor. We don't you know he's like the one British the... guy in Mexico. He has the one line in English in the movie. Yeah, two, two and lines. it's the worst delivered thing I've ever two heard. Lines. I can't remember what it was. He goes, <laughs> "There you go. We don't we don't have whiskey, but we'll have tequila." He goes, "I'm good with Mexican beer." Oh yes. <laughs> so are we. I'm good with Mexican beer. beer. And then another line, he, he's like yelling, and he says, "Like we came all this way." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got two it's lines. So They're bad. both horrible. It's so bad. The acting was just that. Really must be how like like Hispanic people feel when they watch like an American movie, and maybe. it's like and there's a Mexican guy. Yeah, <laughs> maybe like. That dude wasn't an actor, right? They were like, we need... No. It's like the one Englishman a living guy, in Mexico. A on vacation <laughs> in fucking Acapulco. <laughs> Move it for a second. That's his famous. real hair, though. He looks yeah. like an 18th, yeah. Yeah. 18th They 19th saw century him on the man. beach like, we need this guy. Yeah. <laughs> kind of intimidate him, come over with like all the DPs. Yeah, they said MS-13 to recruit. They get the key grip. <laughs> You're going to be our movie now, Holmes. <laughs> put this on. They put dress him up in the general. Say this line. One line. They're like, good. One take. Done. Get out. 
So we find out uh, General Prim likes Mexico or Mexico. He enjoys that it feels close to home. You know? Yes. Yeah. He, yeah. They have such similar cultures. And then apparently months pass. Yeah. Before the French land to collect their debts. Um, what do you mean? Yeah, they, in the movie, yeah. in, they make it seem like a lot of time has passed. They before say they months show pass. Up. Yeah. They say it says months, pa- a few months pass, like like three months, mm-hmm. and then the French land to collect their debt. So I think the English and Spanish came first, maybe, and then the the, the French sure. came after. Yeah, yeah, you, you're probably right. Because I wrote then map trans. Mm-hmm. I wrote a lot of map trans. Every time I got a transition with the map, <laughs> I, I wrote it, and this is a map trans. But it's always the same map. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they use they the same map it. again and again, which is fine. Yeah, yeah. No uh, so Prim actually will later on become Prime Minister of Spain. Oh, is he? Yeah. That I didn't know. Wow. Yeah, and he will become a Captain General of Puerto Rico before then. Mm-hmm. So he, was, so, he was hot shit. Yeah, he's a is big Is he the deal. guy in charge when the USA decides to rape Spain? <laughs> <laughs> in the Spanish-American War? Yeah, 1898. Uh, might, no. Might no, no way. No. Yeah, that's, I think he... He's in office until 1870. Mm. Yeah. He dies in office. So yeah. So after the map trans, we see some preparing <laughs> of uh, a location, and the heroes of Oaxaca show up, right? Oaxaca. Oaxaca. Yeah. Which is... I know it's not supposed to be funny, but the next few things that happen, I, I giggled. Oh, when they blow up the Oaxaca regiment? <laughs> the Oaxaca regiment dies instantly. And then a horrendous explosion and fire. <laughs> it's like, they're here. They're the savers. They're all dead. <laughs> right. Well, they were the best fighters against the Americans. Yes. Yes. Now, do you think that was a sabotage, or do you think it was an accident? Yeah. The movie certainly has you believe it's a it's sabotage. A sabotage yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, probably yeah. is. I'm, listen yeah. up, y'all. It's a sabotage. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we meet our two main characters here. Two silly Well, they soldiers. were there from the beginning. They were the, That was the guy sleeping yeah. on the job in the beginning. Yeah, Juan. But y- we meet them now. Yeah, well, they get to do something. Yeah, at first they're like they go they go to alert someone and you don't know that the main characters. Now they're uh, they're seeing a woman while they're moving a cannon. Yes, and who, they're trying to woo her. They're enamored with, and she's the yeah. most like basic five I've ever seen. <laughs> they could have got so a more attractive you're girl. So yeah, I mean they have really hot this, weather girls. They could have picked anyone. Yeah, anyone. Oh, Matt, it's like a chick. Like Selma like, Hayek didn't want to do the national come epic. On. Come on, <laughs> they should have got a girl from like Twelve Corazones. Anyone, yeah, anyone. So the names are uh, Juan, mm-hmm. and uh, what's the other one? Amieta. Yeah, something like that. Is it Amieta? Armida, something like that. Uh, Where is Alameda? Uh, something like that. Yeah. That's where they keep the nuclear vessels. Yeah. I wrote. <laughs> I wrote it more down. Anyway, so. The French are there with um, Almonte, Juan Almonte, uh-huh. who was a commander during the Mexican War of Independence. He was at the Battle of El- the Battle of the Alamo. He's an old guy then. He's mm-hmm. an older guy. He's in this thing, and he's trying to get France back to establish an empire. Mm-hmm. He's the main Mexican guy with them. With the French. With the French. Yeah. He's the bad guy's main Mexican. Right. He's the conservative guy yes. who wants the monarchy. Mm-hmm. And then parallel to him is our kind of hero, right? The general. Zaragoza. Zaragoza, whose wife died. She's sick with typhoid. She died before this. Before the... the yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, they just put it in to make it dramatic. They put it in... Cause it works. Because she yeah. says, like, don't let them take our country. Mm-hmm. He gets there before this thing. And it's like, she died, and he's like, I'm going to stay. Cause I'm going to be an action he's hero. fucking Chad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, Zargoza is so like likable and honorable. Like yeah, he's insane. cool. You yeah, love him. Insane. You're like, this is the man. Yeah. Does a great speech later too. It's only 33 years old. Yeah, he's a young man. Yeah. Uh, so Juan meets the girl. But he had been a fighter in like the Civil War and everything. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's experienced. Got tons of experience. Yeah, he's been fighting his whole life probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we oh. find out about the Soledad Treaty, mm-hmm. uh-huh. which I guess was like the treaty that no one would actually try to invade. Uh, I don't know Mexico. Did they really talk about it in the movie? Yeah, they mention it. I probably missed it because it was all subtitles. And I was trying to keep up. <laughs> <laughs> but we see that they're handing out beans and tortillas to the troops. Yeah, that's, that's probably good. They, uh, that's how they kind of see the girl and get a good chat up with her. Yeah, yeah, they do the romance thing. Yeah, the one the guy Juan thing, is in love uh, with I, I felt was not romance. You felt it wasn't romance? No. What no. does that mean? Well, it's very much a Catholic strict romance in this. It's not sure. very like real romance, at least how we see it in the States. It's people under a situation where they think that their entire nation is about to be destroyed. Yeah. And they're they're being invaded. Everyone's going to die. Daniel Day-Lewis. What do you mean? Last than what Well, he's a superhero in that movie. <laughs> um. Okay, so <laughs> the convention of La Soledad yes. uh, agreed by General Pierre... General Prim as the Allied representative, it recognizes the Me- Mexican Republican government, mm-hmm. and it confirmed that Allied expedition had no interest in interfering with the ruled power, ruling powers of Mexico. Which is a lie. It's a lie. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Which is why the British are fucking pissed. Mm-hmm. Well, when they find out that France has all these ambitions to take over the country, the Spanish and the and the British just leave. Yeah, they're like, okay, yeah, we're out. But they're pissed because they came all that way yeah. for their money, and yeah. and the and they're mad at the French, but nobody really does anything. Say about it. And they're just like, it's all not right, worth the hassle. Do your thing. Yep. We're not going to be a part of this. Don't worry, we got other. We'll go to Africa. Yeah. We got plenty of other we got places. Plenty of empire building to, yeah. to go do. <laughs> we we got plenty of uh, other nations to uh, <laughs> to exploit. <laughs> I hear there's WMDs in uh, the Sudan. <laughs> What's Charles Gordon up to? <laughs> And uh, we get this uh, this massive explosion randomly. Yeah, and uh, it's it's a horrific scene from what they could do. I think it's well done. Yeah, uh, this movie fire. this movie is is big hun maiming. Oh, oh yeah, and it's yeah, fucking yeah. cool. <laughs> but you know what? It's it's maiming on a small scale to give you this the effect of something bigger happening. Like if they just show a maimed arm and then they show like fire. It's like, oh, a lot is happening. But because it's low budget, they do little little tricks like There's that. There's like you know? a graphic scene of a woman on fire and she's just burning <laughs> yeah. to death. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. brutal. Well, it haunts Juan. Yeah. Later. Yeah. But you don't well, know. Well, no, what haunts him later is what happens to his friend. Well, before that, if you remember, uh, he has a nightmare about the girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's definitely troubled by what he's seen, and that's why he's so willing to leave. Uh-huh. Apparently. So uh, the gunpowder blows up. We get all that shit. They say women and children died. Over 1,500 are dead. Casualties, yeah. We get a map transition with the president standing in front of the map this time. Um, And they do a conscription act. Was this uh, based in reality where, like, this a random, like, attack happened? Yeah, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. It was a little hard to find out Mm -hmm. certain things about the movie Mm -hmm. because, like, usually what I'll do is I'll go to the Wikipedia page 
of the film of the movie and like what they mention I'll click on it mm-hmm. but yeah. this Wikipedia page is so light and like mm-hmm. it's like in Spanish like there's not even an American Wikipedia page mm-hmm. there's no translate button it there is but it's still it's good, it doesn't yeah. be like and then they went to um you know New York and there was the explosion in this place right, it right. doesn't do that the black child yeah right right Black bottle? Ooh, black bottle. So that's where we find rule number one. Uh, Gunpowder is stored in the armory, not in your living quarters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Smart smart thing to remember, everyone. Yeah, the, the Mexican <laughs> army is not a professional army. They, they're they like... Ragtag. The peasants that, yeah. they, that they've yeah. drafted. Yeah. Well, know? we see that in the movie. They do a conscription act, and the Mexicans are fleeing backwards. Yeah. yeah. Men... Uh, age 20 to 60 uh, have to join the military. France is coming up south to work their way north to Mexico City. Right. That's the French plan. They're pretty much on the same route that, you know, um, Winfield Scott had taken in 1847. Well, not 47, I think 48 or 49, whatever. The Americans. Start south, work your way up. From Veracruz up to Mexico City. Yeah. In the way is Puebla, which is... We should probably talk about the layout of the land in this area as well. It's very mountainous. Mountainous. And it, it comes into play later. It's hilly. Yeah. yeah. You also see them when they're pushing the tank. Oh, the tank. The cannon. They're having trouble. And it mud. shows not only is it mountainous, it's fucking muddy. Yeah. And this will greatly benefit the battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably, I, I feel like it should have been shown a little more because... If we know anything from the few movies that we've done in the past, if you have a well-positioned fort, you can kick some ass. Well, I, it was well-positioned, and yeah. I will talk about that exactly. after. I actually did a lot of research on this battle. Oh, mm-hmm. perfect. I'm Good. so happy to yeah. hear that. Yeah. Did, did you? Some. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I actually put like an hour or two into it. Oh, good. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I think I'm not an expert, but I think I know my shit about this one. Cool. All right. Cool. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. Juan's trying so to get So I do girl. like this part where um, it's I, the Alcazito Summit, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. meet up with them, and basically the French guy is so cocky, such a stereotype. Yeah. He's yeah. your typical, like, I fought in your general direction yes. Frenchman. Alperens. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to conquer you, you infidious. Give him the long hair. Yes. Every time he gets angry, give me some wine. <laughs> the real guy did not have long no, hair. He didn't. I don't know why they decided to do Who that. Who plays the better Dick Frenchman? This guy or in the king? King. Oh, the king, king. is awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right, all right, cool. Like um, the real guy like doesn't have long hair, no, like looks like Fabio. He's an American he's an American. He's a French general. The the guy in this movie reminds me of the American cavalry guy from Zorro. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you're right. That's yeah. what he's like. Yeah. So we meet uh, the tiger of Takubaya, uh, who uh, eats liberal men. Yes. And yeah. they they have they exchange words. Wait, he's I kick saw ass. a guy like that in a glory hole in a men's room. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Gaelic? <laughs> <laughs> Is it Gaelic man who said I eat liberal men? Fuck. <laughs> I'm not cutting that. That's staying. No, that's good. That's staying. We got a map trans. Yep. How many we're on now? I think it's the four. A lot. <laughs> I, I maybe I should put like something in the corner right now. How many map transitions we've had? Mm-hmm. Like a little counter right about here. So we get the first day of fighting on the 28th of April, where yeah. the French died at 10 to one ratio. Yeah. Um, the Mexicans right. are moving back, and yeah. they kill the French at a 10 to one ratio. Mm-hmm. Um, 
a Mexican scout gets it's like at- a raid. Yeah. It seems like at this point I was worried about the battle scenes in the movie. This is away from the history and everything. Uh, just just the movie itself. Though there's like a cavalry charge and it's only like four or five horses. It well, like, this is a minor. It's like a small skirmish. And I'm like, oh, no, we're not going to get big, like a big battle. Let, let, let's talk about the production for a second. Um, I think the costumes and the settings all look great, right? Yeah. 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 Um, it looks good. Some of the weaponry uh, definitely bothered me. Like, I saw guys on horseback shooting, like, long muskets, and that's yeah. just not possible. Um, <laughs> well, they, use, they use a musket as a lance at one point. What would they have had? They, short, ca- short rifle. No one has repeating weapons in this, which, okay. I mean... Well, Mexico I, wouldn't have that, I'm right? not... Yeah, they were using mostly, like, older stuff. Mm-hmm. The French should have modern things. Like, no one has a revolver. Yeah, they do. Yeah? Yeah, 100%. There's a point in the movie... Yeah. There's a point in the movie, it's actually... Um, it's, I guess I missed it because I actually like was thinking about it. It's like these weapons don't look right to me. They look a little too old. It's in the fort. Uh, one mm-hmm. of the guys comes out. I think um, one of the generals, and he starts shooting yeah. into mm-hmm. the crowd a handgun. Right. Yeah. And, it, and it's a revolver. Okay. A couple of revolvers. Uh, but I definitely saw someone with like a pirate style pistol. And that I didn't yeah, catch. That's, you know what? It wouldn't be too surprising though, considering where they are and the the situation they've been through over the years. It wouldn't <sighs> be too surprising. Yeah, the Mexi- maybe it was a pirate. The Who Mex- are you to fucking judge? <laughs> the Mexican army was definitely using older things. Yeah. yeah. Um, to be honest, yeah. I never have the eye for that shit. Mm-hmm. But this, this, I usually uh, don't either. Um, look, it's a cheaper movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. These are pe- they're doing they're doing the best they can. Mm-hmm. I think like, good. you can't hold them to the standard you're holding no, Ryan to. It's just there's a couple of moments where the special effects are so bad that it actually hurts it. And sure. One of them is when they blow up the towers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which yeah. is laughable. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's hysterical, actually. But now these... Um, are... And then there's the other one where I think you were about to talk about it, where the, yeah. there's like the French go on like this cavalry raid right before the Battle of Puebla. Mm-hmm. And the, I guess they're supposed to be caught in like a canyon because all of a sudden, you know, mm-hmm. Vietnam-style <laughs> helicopter fire... Starts fucking raining on them from the sky. Tracers. Charlie in the tree with tracers, red tracers, red tracers. Red tracers. <laughs> and you're sitting like, are they like, oh, wait, 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 that these are fucking like muskets, like <laughs> <laughs> they're using the plug-in effects they have. Okay. Listen, I, I was okay with it. Uh, Ten to one kills is insane. You think the French would have probably backed out at that point, but they didn't. Uh, they try to shoot a messenger. He gets away. And I like this part. You have... Uh, he arrives, right? He arrives, and he says his thing, and they're like, this guy's going to die. Corny, but I liked it. They Ooh. shoot him in the horse. Yeah. The scout. They don't shoot the, him. They don't shoot him. He dies. They just shoot the, the horse. Okay, yeah. Because they have to eat it, because the horse Oh, is, that guy. He tells awesome. them the French are coming. So, yeah. Uh, oh, you Juan, bet. In your mouth. <laughs> Juan and uh, Artemio. That's Artemio, his name. Yes. Artemio, is his name. Artemio Hall. Uh... <laughs> I could just eat you up. (laughs) (laughs) You and your little friend. Juan. Um. (laughs) Juan's having a conversation, and Artemio says, I'm going to tear you apart. Like, they're like, we don't have, he, Juan's like, we don't have enough ammunition. And he's like, we'll be in hand-to-hand combat before the third shot. Mm -hmm. And I was like, ooh, that's fucking Cool. Yeah, that say. is cool. That's yeah. a cool line. Like, because you don't really think too much about 
that in terms of the battle mm-hmm. where it's like, listen, I'm only going to get like a shot or two off and I'm probably going to have to stab people. Yeah. Like, it's usually like, oh, gonna, you think they're going to stand the line, shoot, reload. Stand I, the line, that's, shoot, reload. I like the combat because you know? when they get close in this, so it's good. just sword. the slug fest. Yeah. yeah. You know what also, I mean, I might be skipping a little ahead here, but I love the fact that they showed the attack and retreats of the troops. The the you know battle when about? they do when they finally get the, to battle the battle is excellent, fantastic, it's awesome, and it's accurate. The tactics are great, yes. yeah, so fantastic. I can't wait to get there. I'm sorry, that's Let's that's the that is the price of admission. All mm-hmm. this shit oh, we're yeah. talking about, the preamble is just like it's disposable. It's disposable. They're yep. setting it up to mm-hmm. get to this point mm-hmm. yeah. where like it's worth it, man. Mm-hmm. So now Juan wants the dessert. He does. He runs with the yep. girl, and Artemio's yeah. like, "Fuck you." But then he gets yelled at by the captain looking for Juan. Go he get covers him. For him. Go get him. Yeah. He's like, if I and if if you if I find out he escaped, you cover for him, you're both dead. Yes. And now Art's like, fuck you, man. This All is right. when the movie turns and is like This is the silliest thing in the movie. Yes. Yeah. This is utterly insane. And it's like, oh, this is we're turning the French into monstrous villains. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we're like seeing these tropes yeah. all the time. Especially doing this show. It reminded me of the burning of the church in the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, I was like, going to say, so, it's so over the top. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's, this wasn't this wasn't happening with the, a captain of the French army. I'm sorry. <laughs> maybe, maybe infantry. Infantry would be understandable. But like a higher up where the infantry yeah, is like, this is not becoming, and he's like, I'm going to rape a girl. He's like, what? We're here to rape. Yeah, <laughs> that is why we are here. I cross a ball just to rape. You in know? Europe, I rape, and they say, no, no, no. I come here, and I can say, wee, wee, wee. What is happening here? And then he does Mongolian fucking brutality. He ta- he captures oh, the guy. Wait, wait, wait. Before we get there. Yeah, what was this? Why are they Mongols? It is so brutal. Like, it's the most brutal thing in the movie where you're like, holy shit. Yeah, but then you're sitting there like, these are French. <laughs> yeah, and Victorian French. Victorian <laughs> French. They're not doing Mongol torture tactics. They w- this isn't medieval times. They want you to hate them. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah. so over the top ridiculous. <laughs> but I loved it. So the, the French captain is going to rape the girl. And then the guy who covered for the other guys comes out, comes out of the background, shoots, shoots someone. Like a badass. Yeah. yeah. And then fights these guys. Like eight on one, but right. he gets caught. The other guy rescues the girl. Juan takes the girl yeah. and runs. Right. He goes, they go, yeah, they, they leave, yeah. They but don't they go back ca- to camp. The French end up capturing the guy who rescued them. <laughs> now they... <laughs> oh, wait, he lassos <laughs> a guy. Yeah, he lassos, he lassos yeah. a soldier. Yeah. There's two lassoings in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I was like, what And we see fuck? him before that pick up the lasso, like, this yes. is my weapon. Yep, this is what I got. <laughs> so I am the proud Mexican gaucho. <laughs> I can use this. And he lassos a Frenchman. Mm-hmm. And he gets Frenchman's two like, minutes oh. for roping. <laughs> Do you know what that's from? Is that from Dodgeball? <laughs> it's from Mighty Ducks yes, 2. Yes, That's fucking great. Um... Yeah, so, so now the horse seems. <laughs> they tie it to each of this guy's limbs. One soldier's like, this is barbaric. And this is like, unbecoming. No, I saw this in Africa. It is great. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> so they, they tie ropes to this guy's limbs. And then the other end to a ho- to horses, and then they pull him in each direction and rip his arms and legs off. <laughs> I fucking loved it. It was so brutal. <laughs> You're sitting. 
It's just like, what is happening? And this was the heroic guy for the movie. Yeah, Artemio. They hang his body in a tree. Yeah, they hang him upside down. What's left of him? For zero reason. Just because just, just, we are animals and barbarians. <laughs> <laughs> and Juan and the girl come back and see the body and freak out. And they're like, we got to go back and fight because he gave his life for us. Mm-hmm. Which I think it's cool. Yeah, sure. Well, There's they want they romance. want this guy to have an arc. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's some romance. Because he was terrified. And that's right. Juan is a coward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now he's got some steel in his spine and has to. But he has nightmares of this. They yeah. show they show he has some PTSD, which I like this part. I like they show him. It's like scared. evil. They film it though, like the Evil Dead. Yeah, it's like horror, right? Yes. Which I I, I thi- thought it was brilliant, dude. I'm like convinced that this director like loves horror. Agreed. And like has, I'm looking at his IMDb right now because I was like. Mm-hmm. I bet this guy's directed horror, yeah. and it doesn't look like he has. It's so gory. But, like, th- it, dude, everything he does is, like, gory horror yeah. shit. Like, I was, I like this guy. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. And now uh, Sitlali wants to cuddle with Juan because it's cold. Classic move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Map transition. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now we find out uh, what the armies are kind of bringing. At least number-wise. Yes. 5,000 conservative soldiers are seen by Juan, and he reports it to the liberal mm-hmm. army. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's May 3rd. Just as far as numbers, I think the Mexicans have, what, 2,000 men? Uh, currently yes. at this position, yeah. Yeah. And they have about 10,000 approaching them. I These numbers are incredibly small for the time. I mean, if you look at what's happening in, in the United States. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, at, at Gettysburg, there's 50,000 men on one side. Right yeah, now. it's it's ten times uh, the amount, five right. times the amount. Well, yeah. look, France is sending the appro- well, it's an invasion force that's crossed the Atlantic. Ocean. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're sending the appropriate force mm. they need to deal with this. Now, what's the real numbers? Is this accurate? the real numbers? I'm looking right now. Yeah, uh, anywhere between two thousand to five thousand for Mexico, yeah. and for France, anywhere from six thousand to sixty five hundred. So that's not too. Big. If it's five thousand, it's not too big of a difference. But two thousand, that's pretty big. But I, you're still. On I'm gonna a fort. assume it's probably on the smaller side. You're still on a fort. Remember what happened in, when we were reviewing Glory? Yes. Like they, mm-hmm. ki- you can yeah. kill thousands with only a few hundred. Yeah. You know, so it's um, not too crazy of a win here. No, it's a stunning victory. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, they okay. are not expected to win at all. Uh, and it, honestly, they well, should have won. There's so there's a lot of fuck ups that help them along the mm-hmm. way. Right, which right. we got to talk about. Okay. Um, also, at this t- by this point in the movie, I think the French have all. I don't know if they say it in the movie, but in real life, the French have also landed a second invasion force further uh, west. Okay. Uh, east, 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 southeast. Mm. I don't yeah. know if they've said that. No, I don't think so. But that is the force that will come into play after after the movie. Over. Okay. <laughs> so now we get. Uh, it's a. They're at two forts, right? Uh, in P- Pubuela. Guadalupe. Guadalupe. Which is the important one. Mm-hmm. And My sister went to that school. <laughs> <laughs> Our Lady of Guadalupe. And is Do you it, know where that comes from? Guadalupe? The Our Lady of Guadalupe? No, I actually don't. Tell me. Um, so after the conquistadors uh, conquered the Aztecs, mm-hmm. uh, they say... Uh, I actually think Mexico City has... If not the largest church on earth, maybe like the second largest. Really? Yeah. Um, there was this Aztec guy who had a cloak 
and all of a sudden the Virgin Mary appeared on his cloak in like out of nowhere. Mm. And this was the catalyst to converting millions of natives to Catholicism. Wow. And the cloak wow. itself is in on display in this giant church. You can go see it. Oh, yeah. And that's the church name is is Our Lady of Guadalupe. Guadalupe. Wow, that's cool. That oh, is cool. Wow, learn something new every day, don't you? <laughs> Captain throws Juan to the front. Yeah, Juan? Juan's You're fun. going right in the yeah, front. Yeah, you're dead, bro. Sorry. <laughs> and the, the general's like, we'll die, but we're going to take a lot with him. And he, yeah. Juan, Juan's like, really? Juan, <laughs> this girl said if I live, I'm, I get a kiss. <laughs> and that's this driving factor, and that's what I meant by the we're romance. The romance is stupid. Oh, if you live, I'll, I'll kiss you. She couldn't Can I have fuck a kiss him? now? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, that wouldn't be right. You're gonna, about to, the guy's about to die. What are you doing? So we find out uh, the, f- the French. We find out the French attack plan with General Amante that they're going to attack the forts. Mm-hmm. They're gonna go in and basically kick some ass. Yeah. The Mexicans can see that they're there, so they blow up the towers. Yeah. And why? And it looks spectacular. <laughs> I'm sure they're seeing it right now. It's, no, it doesn't look good. But the reason they did that, it's the only visual reference for oh, the, the enemy. Yeah. So it'll take a little more time to set up for the French. It's for artillery. And what happens? Map trans. So now we get <laughs> we get an ambush that is going on where Mexicans have ambushed like a French squadron, yeah. I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. I put well done visuals. <laughs> this is the Vietnam scene. This is the Vietnam yeah. scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the, I think that's the conservatives, the cavalry. Okay. That, that, that right. gets yeah. caught in they this. Get ambushed, yeah. Yes. Hellfire. Gunfire from above. <laughs> Apparently, uh, the Mexican armies had MG 42s. They had MG 42s <laughs> and air power. <laughs> they had a couple of Hueys. <laughs> Flight of the Valkyries <laughs> is playing. <laughs> <laughs> And then you see, like, the French just celebrating, which is what they're constantly doing. They're constantly having, like, really expensive dinners and wine. They're the comic book version of the French. Yeah, yeah. It's so like ridiculous. rude assholes, yeah. and, like, they're always drinking and partying, yeah. and they're and so being superior up. to everyone. Yes. Give a yeah. speech, and he, spe- he does a speech. Uh, that's the... The, oh, he's, uh, I have this memorized. He's yeah. right. It's a letter he's going to write to the emperor. Yes. yes. Yeah. He speaks about the superiority of his race <laughs> and how he's the lord and master of Mexico. Yes. <laughs> he's a count. <laughs> if you're a Mexican dude watching this, mm-hmm. like you're in a theater watching this, <laughs> you hate him so much. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because they made him like... Just belittle your people. They made him a racist. Every unlikable quality someone could have, they put into him. <laughs> and now we get uh, a culture song. Yeah, we get a, a s- singing song. Yeah, I look at my phone. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it, it went on. It went on way too long. A long time, right? They did a full song. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sure, like, it's a beautiful song, you know, yeah. for them. The translation was there. But, yeah. You know, it doesn't. Uh, like do anything. It's your for standard, me. you know, old old time. It's something Mexican you would see in a song. '60s movie, well, like a have, song before the mm-hmm. battle. We have something similar. Country, country roads. <laughs> West Virginia. See, 
And then I like uh, the, the there's like a crazed Mexican guy, and he's drinking tequila and gunpowder. Yeah. Oh, the hobo. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like a hobo. That sounded pretty cool. And he gives it yeah. to Juan. He's like, drink this. Yeah. Make you strong. Meanwhile, you just got poisoned by lead. <laughs> That's the real reason Juan doesn't make it spoilers. So he should have said Mexican beer. I like that. <laughs> I'll stick with the Mexican beer. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get back to my holiday now? <laughs> you said we were allies. What am I leaving empty handed? He looks at the screen. Oh, so ridiculous. So backup arrives. More Mexicans have come to reinforce right. Pabuela. Two thousand Puebla. Puebla. Two thousand men. So they're up to about four thousand versus like the six or seven that mm -hmm. the uh, the other army has. Yes. And it's the day. now it's the day. Cinco de Mayo. Five mayos. <laughs> five, five jars of Hellman's. Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So the general Zargoza is praying. Mm. Yeah. You are a religious man. Anything to help the, the battle, yeah. you know? And, and the French want to, well, the. Conservative Almonte guy, Almonte, is like, we need to retreat. reconsider yeah. this. He's like, three days, no rest. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a we lot. We lost our flank in the ambush because the, the conservatives are going to flank with the cavalry, yeah. and they don't have they that. They don't have that anymore. And uh, Lorenz is like, ha, ha, we're going to attack. We're French. We're, we're French. superior. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's their We are the French on me. Major mistake. They should have just waited and starved them out, yep. just like we learned in El Cid. Mm. And now Zargoza gives a speech. So good. And it's the best scene in the movie. The speech? So. The speech yeah. is great. It's fantastic. Yeah. What's the best line? Do you know? I just liked I what he was line. he was talking about. He was like, I can't remember it because it, you know, it wasn't an English. We have this defeatism and we need to get that out yeah. of our heads. We have to be nationalistic. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you are today. We are all Mexico, you want basically. Dicks to get hard? Right. <laughs> you want to get dicks to get hard? They will look up at this eagle from a pool of their own blood. Yeah, that was a badass line. You're like, fuck, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. Now the attack starts. Yep. Artillery barrage. Artillery barrage. Now, let's talk about the real geography of the battle. Mm -hmm. All right. Sure. So got a big hill. It's a giant hill with the two forts on, on top. On either side of the hill. Yes. And one is uh Guadalupe and the other is uh Will Forte or something. Will Forte, yes. yes. <laughs> Will Forte. <laughs> Nebraska. <laughs> Great movie. I like Nebraska. So they're on top of a hill. Now, it's not the they don't make this geography clear in the movie. No. But it's actually but it's there. It's if there. You know it, it's there. Yeah. Yeah. But the real thing is underneath the hill on like the flank. That's where Zargoza is mm -hmm. with all those Mexican men. They're protecting the flank of the hill. Yeah. So you really have the only way to It's a hook. It's the a French hook. line is a hook. It goes, yes. around, it goes around. Yeah. And they're attacking from multiple sides. But the only way to get through the fort would be you would have to go around that Mexican flank or through Which the is fort. Which covered by their artillery. Exactly. Yeah. So the French are in a bad position. And where they're shooting from, they cannot do any damage to the fort. Right. They hit the hillside. Yeah. They They're hit the hillside, and if anything does actually connect with the fort, mm -hmm. it's superficial damage because it's barely getting there. Right. And they show that here. They show it. Yeah. It's pretty accurate to mm -hmm. what happens. Yeah. And what, what I do love about this whole thing 
is they will show, you know, the French will assault. They'll get pushed back. They have to retreat. Then they assault again from a different position. Yep. And they, yeah. it's done extremely well. Yeah. And not all the troops succeed, and right. you kind of see the uh, the fog of war is kind of lifted for the, the viewer. You know, you yeah. can see all the aspects of what's working, what's not. And you even see the French kind of panic at times, like, oh, shit, this is not good, and then kind of feel better about it. And it shows the different areas. Like, at one point, they actually do make it up the hill, and they attack the fort, right. and they're pushed back from there. Exactly. Yeah. Very they cool. get pushed back. Like, they come in several waves during this battle, the French. Mm-hmm. And they it's long, too. It's like 40 minutes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they never really make it. This might be one of the longest battle sequences I've seen. I mean, it's the whole move. It's, it's why you're there. Yeah. You know? And, uh... They say early on that there's Bedouin troops. Is that the uh, the folded orange uh, headdress that these troops are wearing on the French side? I think those are the Zouaves, Zouaves. which are like a um, a French elite force. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, they would they would have have pulled some men from the colonies. Yeah, from um, Arabia. Yeah, I was thinking more Algeria. Okay. No, they said they said Algeria Bedouin, yeah. like a bunch of. They uh, say it in there. The Bedouin is just like a blanket term for the desert folk. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's like us saying Arab. Yeah, kind sure. Of. Now, uh, during this battle, there's a lot of chaos going on. Juan gets stabbed, but he beats the guy who stabs him to death with a rock, and it might be the most so long. overkill I've ever seen. <laughs> the brick kill is awesome. He the, ma- it's he, a joke. It's he, a joke, right? He makes Mel Gibson's hatchet look, look like a joke. Like, yeah, like, like a child's child play. <laughs> like, he... I, 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 I wish... Please, if there's one scene you're going to watch, please pull this up. He takes a stone and just goes... Yes. Oh, for about a minute and a half. I also no joke. I also love when the dude's face gets blown off. You see like a yeah, shot, tongue. and like the tongue is hanging out mm-hmm. of it. Right to your point, horror. It's straight, straight horror, horror shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but it's stuff. I the overkill it. is kind of like him losing his humanity. Like, like I'm no longer me. You know, he kind of like looks around, like, "Yep, I'm a killer now." So now we get to the point where the Mexicans kind of charge back. Mm-hmm. And the French fall back. They attack. And they attack. Lorenz is like, get me wine. Get me some wine. We have a little uh, French surrender, right? Yeah. They retreat. They're forced to retreat. Yep. And now this part, I have a gripe with the medical students that arrive. How'd oh, they, yeah. How'd they get through? How'd they get they through? They came from the north. They came from the north, They're all yeah. surrounded, aren't they? No. no. They're not no. surrounded. Oh, I thought they were surrounded. Okay. No, if they were surrounded. They can't be surrounded. The, the Mexican yeah. army's preventing that. I thought he takes the chest pieces and surrounds the fort. They're on like the north and east. The west and south is is in Mexican hands. The okay. only way to okay. get through Mexico City yeah, yeah, yeah. is you have to break this fort. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so that makes sense. Then. This is the roadblock to get to Mexico City. Mm-hmm. So Mexico med students could arrive from yeah, the yeah, north. Yeah, yeah. Totally okay, possible. Cool. All right, that makes sense. I'm sure they did. I'm sure these are real people that yeah. you know, if we yeah, were yeah, Mexican yeah. and knew you know, every inch of this. Yeah. They're probably real characters. Oh, one thing that um, is in this movie that I've neglected to bring up. Uh, Zaragoza keeps um, talking about his general Porfirio Diaz, and he keeps getting yes. him jobs to do, and Diaz always wants to... Um, Diaz is like a wild man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Diaz will be the military dictator of Mexico in the future. Yep. He... um. After, you know, all of this stuff plays out, he's going to rule Mexico for like 40 years. 1884 to 1911. There you go. God damn. And then when he dies, it will kick off the truly large uh, 
you know, event in Mexico, the defining event in Mexican history, which is the Mexican Revolution, you know, with Pancho Villa right. mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Is that the Zapatistas? And that establishes modern day Mexico. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Diaz is a giant. He's important. Yeah. And he's bad. He's a minor in character in this movie. Mm-hmm. Well, but he, I, he's I, the guy who like wins the battle. I like how he's handled in this. Yeah. Well, he's like the mad dog that yeah. Zargoza waits for the right moment to Just turn him loose. He's yeah. rapid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, he needs bloodshed. Mm-hmm. Gotta love it. Yeah. So, in the next scene, which is what we kind of brushed upon, where you have this retreat and this push, the French kind of take the frontline position. Well, the French push Mexico back. Right. So, they take the front. And Lorenz is like, let's do a full-on attack to finish the job. Which he's like, what we'll do is we'll surround the fort, we'll split up our lines, which is like a huge mistake, apparently. Because that's when the Mexican cavalry comes he, in. Well, he, se- uh, he sends in Almonte's men. Mm-hmm. Almonte's men charge. They split up, though. They're like, you go to the yes. north, we go to the west. Now, this actually happened. Really? So, okay. what happened is they were like, okay, it's not working attacking the fort. We need to send a troop into like where Zargoza is on the flank. We have to break that flank, right? Yeah. As we're doing that, we're going to send men to the um, the fort, right? Yeah. They do this. It doesn't work. It gets pushed back. So now they have the plan. Okay, let's do one final attack on the fort. And this is the problem that they don't say happens in the movie. The French actually ran out of artillery. Yes, they run out of ammo. They run out of artillery. So the reason the attack fails in the end is Mexico. They had no cover. Mexico was down to like their last men, mm-hmm. but they had no artillery cover. So they right. just get fucked up. And right. that's the real reason mm-hmm. France ends up losing this battle is they yes. ran out of ammo. Yeah, that's not as glorious then. As the, as I'm, the movie. I mean, the they, movie is a propaganda piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, look, they, they held their ground either yeah. way. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and it is true what happened. Mm-hmm. They're not like, oh, they ran out of ammo. We win. Right. Right. You know, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a less climactic victory. Right. So it is a stunning victory, and it will put the French invasion on hold for quite some time. But yeah. uh, the wheel of history turns. The French get reinforced. And, you know, after the movie's over uh, and everybody celebrates, the French will win this war Mm. and they will take over Mexico. Yes. Uh, Benito Juarez, who is the president, has to... He goes to El Paso. Yes, he goes north. He's basically on the border of America. Right. But... Can I? Yeah, So basically, after America wins the Civil War... Now we can focus a bit more on what's on the globe on, on what's happening in the rest of the world. Yeah, we you know okay. So now we can start funding rebels, and you know yeah, yeah. we can start doing shit there. Now the interesting thing is the ruler of Mexico at this time is a big reformer, Maximilian. Maximilian. He's a liberal. He's a liberal, and he establishes like he's now emperor of Mexico. Emperor of Mexico, and he establishes like good things for them, like child labor laws. Yeah. Like it's he's, a it's, he's doing liberal reform things that actually tries, will help them. He tries to like go over to the the rebel Mexicans, the, this Benito Juarez guy, and everything, and is like work with me. Yeah, but they look at him as you are a foreigner. You're a colonizer. We're not doing anything with you. F- Meanwhile, the conservatives hate that he is doing this liberal reform stuff. Yes. So he has no friends. Everyone hates him. Everybody um, hates me, Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> they don't hate you. He's gonna stop messing ends. up. 
And all of a sudden, mysteriously, giant uh, shipments of American surplus weapons start showing up in the desert. Mysterious. How does that happen? I don't know. Or on the beaches <laughs> and notes to where to Benito Juarez and where to find them. <laughs> It's almost like uh, the beginning of the CIA or something. I don't know. <laughs> Holy shit. How long have we been doing this? <laughs> Are we the baddies? Are we the baddies? <laughs> Juarez will use these weapons and money. Oh, that's funny. Uh, to eventually win his rebellion. Right. And when he gets control of Mexico City, this again, is actually controversial. He will kill Maximilian. Which a lot of well. people were like, that's fucked up. You didn't need to kill him. Could have sent him in there. You could have sent him in exile and sent him away, mm-hmm. but he dies. Mm-hmm. He and he he kind of. Uh, I, I and supposedly it up, I it up in the past, I don't remember. I didn't do it this morning. I should have. But he gave like a speech about his love for Mexico and, yes. and its people. Him and his wife loved Mexico, the yeah. people, and their culture. They actually gave up their European names and adopted Mexican names mm-hmm. because they wanted to be closer to the people. Like, her name was Charlotte, mm-hmm. and she became Carlotta. Mm. There you go. Bad mm. hindsight. Like, they actually were not evil. They actually had good intentions. And they were uh, puppets in Napoleon's plan. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As for him, in 1870... Uh, he will be ousted by the Germans because there's this thing called the Franco-Prussian War. The Germ- the new German Reich needs to solidify itself. Second Reich? It was, uh, yeah, I believe so. No. Yeah. It'd have to be, Yes, right. right. Well, new- it's either the first or second. Yeah, the new German Empire um, needs to, like, get its people to be all be on the same page because they've just unified. And they decided the best way to do that is to attack the French. And they will take Paris and depose Napoleon's government. He will be ousted from power, and his legacy will be dubious at best when this is all over. Uh, you know, and history moves on. You got yeah. things like the Paris Commune, and I'm not going to get into that. Yeah. Uh, so in the end, Mexico wins. Takes some time, Happy but they ending. get there. Happy yeah, this, this battle is really just a roadblock. Yeah. yeah. And let's talk about one thing in the movie which we did not mention. They say that this like uh, <laughs> this win was so great. It was celebrated throughout the world in Mexico. President in Link- the movie. In the movie. Yeah. President Lincoln was so impressed. <laughs> wrote a letter. He wrote a letter yeah. to Benito Juarez. Yeah. That I'm sure happened. Do you think so? I don't think they ever met up. No. They never like, <laughs> met up. He, like- he wrote it like to thank them because he basically helped America, like, not spread like the their southern neighbors to the south more and gain more power or something like it that. Would have really, the, yeah. It would have helped. Yeah, would have helped the Confederacy. You saved America. Yeah, because yeah. the no. Confederacy would have like, won. What are you talking no. about? Like, no. <laughs> and Lincoln was not getting through the entire South right. on the rail all the way to Mexico. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. no way they met up in no. the movie. They meet up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> smiles like. Lincoln, Mexico, yeah, man, together. The president looks out. <laughs> we did it. We did it. And by the way, the guy looks nothing like nothing. Lincoln. <laughs> he doesn't have a beard. It's like it's like me. It's like what? Like who's a white guy what around here? You come here. You're Lincoln. I'm the second white guy on vacation. <laughs> Put like, this fucking hat on. Throw him in. Throw him in. He might have been the fucking the uh, English general. We don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's. Uh, 
That's the Zargoza movie. dies like four months after yeah, this battle. Yeah, yeah. That made me sad. Typhoid. That made me sad. Yeah. I'm like, really? Did we talk about Juan dying? Juan oh, dies yeah, in dies. the woman's It's arms. not historically relevant because no, he's fake. It's just it's fake, fake yeah, it's, um, and it really isn't heartbreaking. It's, no, it's just like, oh, you didn't it's make like, it. Oh, yeah. make it all. <laughs> and the woman's like, oh, no, you didn't make it. <laughs> oh, well. Because oh, well. I'll find a new husband. Yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I, I knew you for three days. <laughs> but yeah, that was, um, that was the movie. And I got to say, I liked it more than I expected. It's, it's not bad. I liked bad. it more than I expected. It's not bad. It made me smile a lot. It shouldn't have. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't supposed to be fun, but it kind of was. I think the subject matter is really cool and fascinating. Do I, we know, you know what becomes? I of, love the battle of yeah. Lorenz. Uh, he, he's fired. The French guy. Yeah, he's yes. fired. He he loses his job yeah, after yeah. this. Okay, yeah. he's shamed. They actually say it's like one of the most embarrassing losses for the French, like almost ever at that point. <laughs> and they just like, well, there's going to be a lot more <gasps> later. <laughs> Until then, you know, it's pretty bad. They've had a rough go of it, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were pretty bad since then. Yeah. So he actually, I'm looking now, he comes back into the military when the Franco-Prussian War breaks out. They need, they need everybody they got yeah. that one. Yeah, and he leads a garrison, and, you know, they got shit going on. Yeah. But he dies in uh, 1898. Okay. So, okay. Long life. 1892, sorry. He has a long life. Yeah. So we've said all we really need to say about this, right? I think this, right? so. I think I think we yeah, I think we covered it. I'd agree with that. What what do you guys rate this movie? Ooh, I'm, this is hard. Yeah, yeah, this is hard because it's not. It like I can't take any points for. Like I like to take points off for accuracy, and the accuracy is good. Accuracy is good, but the movie itself, you feel nothing. But it does its characters. job. It. You feel nothing for the it's characters. It's just like, who cares? Beaver's <laughs> 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 uh, right. You feel nothing for the characters. No, they're not, like, you don't remember them. They, you don't feel anything for the losses. Um, I'll say this. For a low-budget movie, it looked good. For a low-budget movie, it looked very good. Yeah, for the budget, that, it was There's only, like, a handful of moments where it's like, oof. They right, reached a little right. too far. Yeah. And I hate the shaky cam. Yeah, the yeah, shaky I took points off for that. Um, I think uh, I'm going to give it a six. Yeah, I was going to say about a, a five point five to six. I'll give it a six just because it was kind of more enjoyable than I thought it would be. I'm going to give it a seven. Wow, that's I I really enjoyed the seven's like a good that's movie. Good, yeah. I I thought look, they're dealing with budget limitations. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to let look past that. The movie promised me a battle. You got it. Gave, gave me a battle. The battle is fucking excellent. Yes. You're right. Like, yeah. like all the shit leading up to it is like a lot of table setting. And like I get it. But like even the early skirmishes are fine. Mm-hmm. The gore is fucking memorable. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Like it has cool good enough moments. And the I, history is good. The history is awesome. Yeah. Like I learned some shit uh-huh. like yeah. that I really didn't know. I like that Napoleon the third is in the movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. You like get to see his mustache. This movie has a lot of like good things going on. Yeah, like it does. And like even with a bigger budget, I don't know how much better you could actually do this movie. You could do it a lot better. I don't know. The battle, like the battle, is like handled so well and accurate. Mm-hmm. It's like, and that's why you're here. Well, here's there's a lot of battles that are handled pretty well, but the character development has to play a huge part in your movie. 
Like, what's Braveheart without the character development? It's nothing. You know, it's 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 important. And the fact that you lose one of the main people and you're just like, oh wow, but Braveheart is a different thing. (laughs) You know, Braveheart is the story of a man. This is the story of one battle. Right. It's a different thing. But you could. Those make are both fair better. points. You could make it He's better. He's right, and so are you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Yeah, but, like, look, if you did this movie, right, and you did it the biopic of Zargoza, mm-hmm. then it's a little different. It's a different thing. But at the end, if you're being accurate and it's the Battle of Zargoza, mm-hmm. Zargoza is sitting in a fucking room yeah. as everyone else is fighting. Right. So it's going to be anticlimactic then. Mm-hmm. You right. know? Right. Like, I really do feel... Like, for history's sake, this is kind of the most accurate way to do this movie. And, like, and it just would have benefited from a bigger budget and yeah. more gloss. But it's fucking Mexico making this, you know? They did a good job. I mean, a, a six or a seven from us is, is pretty fucking good. Look, it's a movie I think you could watch, and you're, not, you're never going to be completely bored by. No. Like I said, the closest movie we've done to this is Charge of the Light Brigade. But Charge of the Light Brigade... Which you hated. The first half is yeah. fucking awful. Yeah, it was bad. The second half is great. The second half is great. This movie, like, the first half is slower, mm-hmm. but it's never painful like that. Right. Definitely you know? not, no. It, like... Like, they they even sprinkle in some battles and shit yeah. here and there, and, like, the table setting is so good. Sure. You know? I, you I dug it. I, I dug this movie. And I don't think your scores are wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's a... Res- like, six is respectable. Yeah. I just happened... This happened to click with me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know? It it's not like your scores are I'm glad we off. did it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Look. Yeah. I Honestly... I recommend watching it. This is it, This is really worth a watch, honestly. Watch mm-hmm. Yeah. This Cinco de Mayo, kick back with some cervezas with, like, us, your friends, and Mexican review and history. Beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stick with Mexican beer. <laughs> now, uh, I really, I'm so curious, because you said this is one of the movies that uh, was one of the higher budgeted ones. I'm so curious what they could do with like a $100 million budget, you know? Because a $6 million dollar budget gave you a seven. You know what I mean? Yeah, but. Not for this movie, just in general. Like the studio, like oh. the studio itself, you know? Like what could come out of that? I, I'm so curious. Avatar, man. <laughs> the. The battle itself is not this glorious thing, you know? No. Like they said, like if it was a decisive victory that saved Mexico, which it isn't. then it, it, Well, the movie presents it that way. Right, yeah, and that's yeah. a lie, right? Yeah. But don't not let them take our country. Uh. It's, look, <laughs> this is a bigger, like Mexico doesn't even really celebrate this holiday. Right. It's an American yeah. holiday, and stupid Americans are like, it's Mexican Independence Day, bro. <laughs> we celebrate July 4th. They must celebrate Cinco right. de Mayo. Yeah. Right. Do they celebrate the 4th of July in Mexico for us? Why would they celebrate no. the 4th of July? Oh, no, we Mexico. celebrate Cinco de fucking Mayo. Yeah, we just <laughs> want to drink. Yeah, but they- <laughs> There aren't a bunch of guys from Virginia living in fucking <laughs> living in Acapulco. Do you think in like, Can- <laughs> like natives in like Cancun are like fucking grilling? They get their, grill- their fucking George Foreman's out and just getting burgers and shit. Like they just worship it. Look, as far as I'm concerned, the Fourth of July is Joe Toy Day. Ah yes. <laughs> put him in. Put him. Uh, put him a mile away from Hitler. What do you say? <laughs> That's an obscure reference. That's yes. Uh, <laughs> Joe Toy Day. Well. My friend once, she um, she was buying uh, clothing from a Mexican 
uh, <laughs> from a Mexican establishment. I, I thought I thought I'd get away from it. Punto de Mayo. <laughs> I thought you were gonna bring up the urban sombrero. Oh, the urban sombrero. Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah, she appropriated Mexican culture and came up with the urban sombrero that you could wear around Manhattan. But no, she was going to this one Mexican, right. and they gave yes. out free salsa. Yes, she got her friend uh, H. P. Penny Pecker to come. He's a wealthy industrialist. Yes, he was going to open a silver mine in Peru. Yes, <laughs> he accidentally left Cecilia packs. <laughs> In the salsa of uh, Punta de Mayo, and and people got uh, very sick. Poison control, some people had to call. It's a real plot. It's fucking hysterical. All right. Well, wrap it up. There's yeah. one last. That, that's one, the wrap. That's there's the wrap. one last order of business. I want to look at the drawing first. I didn't do one. So, hold on. What? <laughs> Hold on. The the movie was so fast with the subtitles, I never had a second. The movie's just going, and I'm like, fuck. I had the same problem. Let me let me get a pen and let me write this wrong. You're gonna draw them right now. Right now. Please write the wrong. Yep. Yep, go for it. Can we put the camera on it as you draw, like Bob Ross? We can see Brian's technique. I, I would love to see his. I'm pretty sure that will catch uh, his technique if he does it correctly. But this is, <sighs> that, was, that was a painful uh, disappointment there. What? Not having a drawing. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's. You got a pen? He's back. And than ever. We're back. But do you remember we saw uh, Ace Freely in Allentown? Yes. And I was like, we're back. Back in the Allentown groove. Oh, yes. Yeah. He, said Allentown he said Allentown yeah, groove. Yeah. What's your favorite Kiss song, Steve? Ooh. Everyone has one, even thugs. Ooh, <laughs> wow. That's so difficult. It's a toss-up. Okay. Um, I really like Creatures. Creatures of the Night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really like Strutter. That's a weird pick. I don't know. It's just maybe from Guitar Hero. It just popped in my head. That's a song like I never need to hear again. Because you've heard it so much. Yeah. Yeah. But it's great. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's a good rock song. Do you uh, know that was in Grand you know Theft Auto San I would, I would say Creatures. Uh, I'm sticking with Creatures. Creatures and I, best kiss song. Dude, it's fucking Creatures. Hard to beat. That's one of the best that ones. That is like fucking fantastic. I like... Um, you go for? I like Love Gun. Dude, Love Gun. And I realize so that's a hack thing to say, too. It's not. But it's so good. It's so good. Um, Creatures is up there. Dude. Dude, When they rock, they rock hard. They do. And, you know, like, you kind of forget sometimes how hard they can go. Creatures is a fucking masterpiece. Yeah, Yeah. it is. It is. (laughs) And that's somebody from, like, you guys actually like Kiss way more than me. Mm -hmm. And I still can respect it. Like, I respect the fuck out of Creatures. I love Kiss. And Kiss loves you. But if you want Thank to give me, Paul. if you want me to give you the top three, it's "Let's Put the X in Sex," the bonus track off of off of uh, smashes, smashes, crashes, and, and, and hits. Yeah, "Let's Put the X in Sex" is good. What That's about good. "Down on Your Knees"? Isn't it the same song with different lyrics? No. Oh, "Down on Your Knees" is a different song. It's the same thing, really. Yeah. All right, you drew. something. I, I drew something. All right, you gonna give it? You gonna give it over? 
Is it the number five? Jesus H. Fucking Christ. This one's a little tricky. You drew Aladdin. <laughs> that's that's the towers in Aladdin with the carpet ride. <laughs> <laughs> I drew Agrabah, you say? <laughs> Am I wrong? Like, but the people are falling off the carpet. All right, I recognize that's the hill with the two forts on it. Yes. Yeah, but I'm not sure what's going on otherwise. Um, it looks like some men have ridden a sleigh down a, a steep hill and are now jump like they're in midair. <laughs> is that the artillery? Um, what is that? And then there's a bunch of X's on a building. Is that like a burnt out building? So that building is actually where Zargoza was on the flank of the hill. <laughs> on the sink of the you, If Brian figures out how a battlefield map works, fucking all bets are off. He's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That's the battlefield map. <laughs> what's what's what are these men in the sky? Where in the sky? What do you what, mean? What's going There's on? There's people here? floating. What's up here? Oh, on the top corner. That's yeah. the other side of like the hill where uh, <laughs> where the French are. Brian's like, I gotta do a topographical map. <laughs> <laughs> Tales from Topographical Oceans. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. That wasn't the worst thing we've done. And we finally that. end this show. Yeah, yeah. I think it's so. time. I think so. All right. I think so. All right. Well, thank you for listening. And what should the uh, fans... Perceivers. Perceivers. Fans. Perceivers. Uh, like and subscribe. <laughs> Um, do all the fun stuff that you like to do when listening to podcasts. Do or whatever you want to do. <laughs> Paul Stanley thinks you should watch the show and enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> Reviewing history loves you. Imagine I took the mic and just started smashing it. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'm coming out to see you. You sound right <laughs> like Dr. Roxo from Metalocalypse. <laughs> what do you think Dr. Roxo's doing? He's Paul Stanley. Yeah, but he's real <laughs> close to it. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. All that jazz. Ring the fucking bell. NordVPN. Raid Shadow Legends. Brian's smash, now going to talk for an hour and a like half. Smash the like button. Um, go for it. Bring. Want to give a big thank you to everybody watching and are listening. Want to give a thank you to Tom Steve Day for letting us record down in the studio. Yeah. Walt Bry Q get him. Yeah. Thank you guys so very much. Want to give a thank you to my co-host Ann and Steve for joining me on this single That's day new. mile. What the fuck? I want to thank, <laughs> I want to thank you guys for your work. Well, well, you're not welcome. Thank you for your I work too, Brian. <laughs> you know, I think we we don't say it enough. Thank you guys. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Enjoy your Cinco de Mayo, everybody. Enjoy the holiday. Kick back with some cervezas. Watch this movie. Relax. Join your friends at Reviewing History with a nice old uh, have a barbecue good laugh. grill. Go to the website. How about that? Have, yeah, have yeah, a good laugh website. at Mongolian Horse Torch. What's we, the website called? Buy merch. ReviewingHistoryPod.com. What's the website called? ReviewingHistoryPod.com. What's the website called? ReviewingHistoryPod.com. Slash merch. Slash merch. Slash that merch, baby. Uh, Don't slash it. Buy it. Follow us on all social media. <laughs> Reviewing History Pod everywhere. Review History Pod on Twitter. Follow me personally on Letterboxd. Brian Rupert with two P's. I rank review every single movie I watch. All social media. That's my name. I'll see you guys next time. Adios for Revenge of the Fifth. <laughs> uh -huh. Don't worry, guys. Tomorrow is Revenge of the Sixth.